This is Around Your Kansas Home on AM 580, WIBW, and FM 104.9. Online, we're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app and at WIBWnewsnow.com. Podcast available at the AroundYourKansasHome.com website. Around Your Kansas Home, providing you information and tips to keep everything around your Kansas home looking great. Now, here's your host, Charlie Campbell. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. I am Charlie Campbell, hoping all of your home construction and renovation projects turn out successfully. We are well into the process of building an entire home. We started with excavation. No, we didn't. I'm going to get yelled at. We started with planning. Then we talked about planning again. Yay! Then we dug a hole. Then we dug a hole. And then I got criticized for not liking the planning phase. And that's not true. I don't know why that ever came out. We're joined in studio by Annette Stahl, Stone and Story Real Estate Group, Daltmeyer Homes, Annette Stahl International. Yeah, or a design discovery, whichever you'd like. You know, it just depends on how you look at it. So I have to go back to basics. How did I get tagged as the guy that doesn't like the planning phase? Well, when we were standing in a hole once, do you remember that day? You were like so enamored with dirt in a hole. And I was like, and then we got to the concrete and you got so excited about rebar and how this works. And I kept explaining that the most important part is planning. So you were not nearly as enamored with planning as you were getting your hands dirty and on things and seeing it. It was like home improvement. (laughs) Oh, my Okay, so we're going to take this apart. I believe that we all have specialties, and I believe that we should obviously grow where we're planted, but at the same time, we should respect when it's not your field. I meet some people that can do everything, they say, but quite honestly, there are certain tasks that are better left to those that are professional. When it came to the hole in the ground, the concrete, the framing, the drywall, the electrical, the plumbing, the mechanical, the windows, the trim, the siding, the roofing, the decking, the fascia board, the soffit, the eaves, overhangs, guttering, downspouts, grade, excavation, all things I understand. When it comes to the planning phase, the only piece I know about it is colonnette. That's all I have to really know. That's so true. I'm like I, the library. When I talk about the planning phase, I don't talk i just shut up so you can talk oh now that makes a lot of sense that's why now i mentioned if you go back and watch our facebook video i specifically said the drywall phase scares me before the drywall goes up we can fix adjust change look at you know and it's it's simple but once that drywall goes up it has changed the paradigm of the home. I mean, literally, the visual, you talked about that a lot, how, how people see it two different ways. And I never really thought about it as feeling larger or feeling smaller. I always felt, for at least the first few weeks, uh-oh, hope we didn't forget anything. That's where that planning phase is so crucial. If you've planned it all out properly and you have your light switches in the right place, your outlet's in the right place, the plumbing, everything's in the right places, then it works out just fine. Sheetrock's an exciting phase. 
Yeah, it's just so dusty. I always end up with white everywhere. Yes. And so I look like I've been making a cake or something. So my least favorite time to show people a house is drywall stage. I always ask them to wait until it's been primed so that the dust isn't absolutely everywhere. Because even once the dust is under control, if you brush against that raw mud that's dried, you'll still end up with little white. And then, so this, this breeds the complexity of the remodeling market. We don't think about that drywall phase and the amount of dust that it's going to and create. And it's a really fine dust is what people don't realize. Yes. And so like your um, furnace filter, like just full, it'll mm-hmm. just be all white. Uh, it's just such a fine dust. It's, it's just everywhere. It's like glitter. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever let your children use even just a tiny bit of glitter, it's like you're finding it forever. I had this great idea to have a glitter Christmas theme, which my kids hated because I have two boys. And so they were glittered every day they went to school. There was They were sparkling somewhere. They were like, never, Mom, stop the glitter. I swear it wasn't even that much. So I feel like drywall dust and glitter are very similar in that essence that it just gets everywhere. Right. It does. So let's take this apart and go back to the basics. I know it's been a few weeks since we've had you on the program. And I I just like to go back to the basics of our concept of going through the entire home building process. Let's talk about three key points to each area. And the first one being the planning phase. What are the top three things that we need to make sure we're incorporating in the planning phase? In the planning phase, whether you're doing a remodel, a new home, making a move, anytime you want to get clear clear on what is most important to you. Right. So how do I want my life to look, feel, and function? And look, then, feel, and function. Those are three good words. Yes. And then you want to talk to whoever you're living with <laughs> and ask the same question. <laughs> and then you want to be like, oh, look where we have differences. <laughs> look where we have the same. It is totally common for you to have differences because opposites attract and that's part of what works. And right. so you're going to take your three, you're going to take their three, and then you're going to figure out for our family or how we want to live, what are the three? Right. If you have pets, if you have kids, if you have aging parents, if you all of those things have to be in consideration. Mm-hmm. So whether we're making a move, we're doing a remodel, we're building a new construction home, we're thinking about what is working in my life now and what could be even better and what kind of space supports the life I want to live. So that's the most important part. Then we want to say... Who do we trust to help us with these decisions? Right. How do you find somebody you trust? You can check out social media. You can ask somebody. If you ask friends, ask at least three friends (laughs) um, and ask friends that are similar to you. So if you are very detail-oriented, ask detail-oriented friends. Right. If you are very, oh, I like how this feels and I want to really take my time, ask a friend that likes to take their time. Mm If you are somebody that wants to take your time, don't ask me for a suggestion. I'm going to pick somebody that likes fast. <laughs> now, most likely, I am more self-aware enough to have that conversation with you. But right. really just think about when you're thinking of referrals, sometimes people come to me and the person they got a referral from is nothing like them. And so they may not be matching up to the person that's best match. So once you find exactly how you want to live and you're really clear on that and you find the professional that can help you, then you are going to start looking at the options. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're looking at the options, you want to know market value. So right now, new construction. So I just pulled up um, Paragon to say, what, you know, what's for sale in Topeka, Kansas? Right. 61 houses. 61. 
Typically, there's three to 400. And out of that 61, you're going to have a plethora of them that are over your desired budget and a plethora yeah, there that was are only below 30 your under 200,000 30 under 200,000 yeah so wow. um, new construction you're starting at 250 for a 1200 square foot slab one car garage most new construction hmm. is starting at 300 new constructions averaging at 400,000 right that last year it was 300,000 it's mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. a lot so 60 to 80,000 from last year existing is up too so um just understand, you have to understand the market. So if you're saying my budget's 250000 and I think I can get what I bought 10 years ago, that's not going to be true. Right. So it's always good to explore your options. Like, what would it be to move? What would it be to build? What would it be to remodel? Because mm-hmm. when you have all your information, you can make the best decision for you and how you want to live. Right. So at the planning stage, those are the things we do. After- and I like, how you, I like how you spell that out. Because making these decisions, for many of us, the home is our largest investment. You don't want to make those feelings solely on emotion. Allow the emotion to drive those top three wants. You you call them the non-negotiables, right? I call them the non-negotiables. And remember that um, facts make us think. Mm-hmm. Emotion makes us move. Motion. Right. So emotion has its place. It is telling us something. You just want to get all of your information and have a lot of conversations and ask questions. Sure. Every time something comes up, what are the three questions you can ask? This is actually, I'm going to be sorry for saying this, why I like having you on the show, because you ask all kinds of questions that because I do this every day, I don't think about. So I so appreciate questions. If you're with somebody that's a professional and they tell you to stop asking questions, that is a red flag. (laughs) You should have as many questions as you can think of. Um, And there are no dumb questions. Anytime you're curious, that is a great place to be because you're gathering information. Now, if you're curious for three years, that's probably excessive. So you might put some... That's probably excessive (laughs) for you. However, I know a lot of people that spend five years building a scrapbook of what they want to have in their home. It's just so much changes so quickly that it's no longer valid. Isn't it interesting when you look at that? And and I've talked to several people that have done this, and they start scrapbooking some ideas. And even 18 months later, you go back to that scrapbook and you go, what was I really thinking? We really, um, we change about every 90 days. So typically you're going to give yourself a 90-day window to say at that 90 days, what information do I have and what decisions do I need to make at this point? Right. Typically, if you're doing that that long, you're an analyzer. So if you do a disk task, which is like, what is your personality type? Mm-hmm. If you are a C, meaning you analysis paralysis, you <laughs> want to pair yourself up with either a direct person, a D person that's like the eagle personality or like a parrot (laughs) personality, a promoting personality, that's going to help you move. Right. Because otherwise you're going to end up like the blue circle on the computer with too many tabs open. Don't even get me started on that blue circle on the computer. I'm so tired of that. The Windows update. I just went through this last night. At least it's polite and it comes on and says, we'll handle this. And it's like, and then it comes up. Yes, I realize Rome wasn't built in a day or whatever it says. And then it's like, well, only a few more minutes. At least it's polite. It but, is polite. Wow. But, and that's what that's why I said it's always good if you have a partner or someone to bounce it off of. Um, so my boyfriend is total crockpot thinker, total C, total overanalyzer. 
I'm totally not. And so we're good for each other because he makes me insane. I make him insane. And we wouldn't get anywhere if I didn't push us. And we wouldn't really think it through so we'd get some really weird places if he didn't be like, wait a minute, what are we doing? And why? Now, we have way more fun on my on my microwave, let's just go thinking. So those are the things that you... The more you know yourself and the more you can be aware and have fun with it and play, don't take it too serious. Remember, uh, you know, you can buy a house, you can sell a house. It's not that big of a deal. Like things, things are moving when you think everything is a life or death decision. Right. It gets really, really overwhelming. And that's another uh, another benefit we have not really delved very deep into when you're dealing with a professional like yourself Miranda, you can relax even a little more because if I tell you something I want to do with my new home that is just crazy, you're at least going to clarify that with me and make sure that I hear back what I said to you. And we're really going to get into the aspects of that. Right. It's not and just I'll say, willy-nilly. There's, and there's times we do that, that there are crazy things we do. And I say, this is crazy. It will not appraise out. You will not get your money back. You can still do it because right. it's your home. Sure. I just want you to understand that this isn't an investment. This is an expense now. It's a matter of going into it without blinders, going into it with your eyes wide open. And that's really what we try to do is get you to the right place. Dalmire Homes may be the right place. It may not be the right place. Sure. And here's the right place for you. Right. Let's get you teamed up. Or, hey, let's interview these two builders. Right. So we're looking, I call us match.com. We're looking for the best match for right. you. Um, because we want to help you make the best decisions for where you want to go. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if it isn't what you dreamed of and doesn't fit your lifestyle and isn't at the right budget, it doesn't work. Right, exactly. And we want you to be happy because you're not going to come back to us if you're not. You're absolutely right. And you're not going to refer us. So that's what we like to do. Speaking of coming back, when we come back, let's take this planning phase just in a little more detail. And then I want to go into the other phases. And we have to leave time to talk about sheetrock or drywall or whatever we want to call it. Good? That's great. Okay, don't go away. We'll be back in seconds here on Around Your Kansas Home. Stay tuned. More Around Your Kansas Home is just ahead. Introducing the new M18 Job Site Radio from Milwaukee. This high-performance audio system features dual 3-inch speakers that deliver loud, clear sound with deep, accurate bass. A customizable EQ allows you to adjust settings to your preferred levels. The M18 Job Site Radio features a stackable design delivering maximum versatility. Metal speaker grills protect from drops, water, and debris. Integrated handles provide an easy way to transport and store the M18 job site radio. Featuring a digital AM-FM processor, the M18 job site radio provides the highest reception accuracy and signal quality. Delivering loud, clear sound in a durable, compact package, the M18 job site radio from Milwaukee. Now, back to Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. We are back on this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. I'm Charlie Campbell, joined in studio by Annette Stahl with Stone & Story Real Estate Group, Daltmeyer Homes, and A Design Discovery instead of Annette Stahl International. I think we should go with all four. 
Anything's possible. Anything is possible. We are streamed on the TuneIn Radio app, www.newsnow.com. If you missed part of the program today, (laughs) too bad. No, I'm kidding. You have an option. The podcast, aroundyourkansashome.com. I would love it if you would take just a minute sometime this weekend. Go to aroundyourkansashome.com. There is a button at the top that says, Ask Charlie. Click on that button and type in a thought or a question that you might have about a new construction project, a remodeling project. The email box has gotten a little light the last couple of days. I just want to make sure it still works. Even if you do nothing more than type in, Hi, Charlie. That would be cool. Send me something through our website. I'd like to know that you heard me when I just said that. So, Annette, we've been taking apart the planning phase. The importances of the planning phase are significant. Getting a professional like yourself, Miranda, involved, you help navigate the steps, which is really crucial. Everyone can take the steps, but having someone along that's walked the road many times before helps you avoid mistakes, pitfalls, and disappointment. Or at least know that this is the risks. These are the consequences. Exactly. Knowing what could happen is crucial. Talk a little more about the top three things in the planning phase. Three seems to be the number. You have three non-negotiables for each party involved. You narrow that down to the three non-negotiables. You narrow that down Whenever you have questions, you look at three reasons you should or shouldn't do it. Talk about that planning phase a little more detail. That's really the whole thing is just keep narrowing it down. What are your three professionals you want to work with? What are the pros and cons? Where do you want to go? How really getting clear on how you want your life to look. People get stuck with, I have to have that chandelier or I have to have this physical thing. (laughs) Right. You're only going to want that right now. It's really how do you want to live? And then if you are at different stages So for right now, I have a junior in high school. My other son's in college. I really, if I was going to make a move, I'm looking at what does it look like to be an empty nester? So here's what I need right now. Right. And in two years, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you're looking not just right now. Typically, we're going to live in our homes for about five years. So what does it look like? What do I need now? What do I need in five years? And making sure I've kind of taken that into account. Sure. So we could jump from here, the planning phase. We could jump next into the excavation we, we've, we've done these shows, and I want to do that here in just a second. But let's transition, and this might catch you off guard. The planning phase, how is the planning phase different when you're considering buying versus building? Um, I guess this is an important question right now. You said earlier in the program there's only 61 homes on the market. If we take the top tier and the bottom tier out because maybe they aren't really what we're looking for, we're down. You said there were less than 30 that were under under $200,000. I can't be very picky in my planning phase. My non-negotiables, it seems to me, and I don't do what you do, but it seems to me that would even be more important to cover the non-negotiables when your available market is so slim. Yeah, you really can only have three things. I mean, when you have a slim market. And a new construction budget is so important that that's why I get you down to three. Because if you can get in your budget and get your top three, 
most likely everything else will fall into place. There's things you can always do later. You can finish the basement later. You can, you know, do more landscaping later. You could do. So you want to do the things that are going to be more expensive to do later. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, you know, now you want to get the kitchen you want. You want to get the flooring you want. Those type of things. The square footage, if you have to add on later, that's going to be a lot of money. Right. Um, If you want, like, we have a lot of people are like, no, I have to have the house and the shop right now. You may have to give up the shop and do that once you live in the house if you are on a tight budget, you know. So just thinking about those things. Sure. Absolutely. So now we transition to the next phase in the building process, and this is where your eyes kind of roll back in the head. This is when the backhoes, the trackhoes come in, the dump trucks come in. We dig a hole. Yeah, digging the hole actually is important because a lot of times we hit things we didn't know we'd hit. Right. So um, that's where we usually have, I always put 1% as site prep. So if your budget's 400000 there's $4,000 for any kind of issues. Sure. If we know, if we see a bunch of rock laying on the lot next to you, we're going <laughs> to put more than that because right. if they hit rock, you're going to probably hit rock. Things like that. So if it's in our subdivision, we know more because we put the sewers in, we put the streets in, we know more what's under there. Right. If it's just land out in the middle of nowhere, we don't know as much. Um, so that's kind of the site prep. So that's where you run into it. I will tell you that most people measure their hole and swear it's not big enough um, because visually (laughs) it looks so small. (laughs) Isn't it funny through the building process, how visually things either look smaller than thought about or bigger? It does surprise me greatly. Very interesting. So after we have the hole in the ground, then we start setting up forms. Pour concrete. Pour concrete. It's a very solid topic. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. I need a snare drum and a cymbal. You can take words and just put them together as if they're really a word and, and you expect me to just go on. But I, those were technical. Well, we'll just leave that alone and leave it where it is. First, so with we the, put in the footings. Right. Right. And then we put in the forms and mm-hmm. then we pour the concrete. Mm-hmm. And then we do all the groundwork. Well, then we think about areaway excavation. Before yes. we can backfill that, we've got to get our areaway drainages, our drain tile, get all of that in, figure out how we're going to wick water away from the foundation. Make sure all our bathrooms and everything are mm-hmm. in the basement. If it's mm-hmm. a slab, we got to get all of our plant, all of our um, plumbing in. Right. Get all your rough in, rough in done. Then we pour the slab. Then it's time to start framing. I love framing. So framing is my next favorite to planning. Because that is where everything starts coming together. Mm-hmm. It takes shape. It's interesting how quickly it takes shape. It feels like it happens fast, and it gives you all this form. And if something's wrong, you just use a sawzall. And so it's very <laughs> exciting to me. Is that why uh, John hid all the sawzalls? They're now in a locked up with a different padlock, like every week. Have you been? Have you been known to get a hold of a sawzall? Is that the deal? Well, maybe, but. That was also funny because for Valentine's Day, I said I didn't believe in Valentine's Day. But then I was like the weekend before Valentine's Day, I told my boyfriend I wanted to go to Home Depot. And then I got him to get me a Dremel, which is kind of like a small salsa. Well, he was very confused because he was like, wait a minute. You said we weren't doing Valentine's Day? I think I'm going to need his phone number. I I may have to have a chat. I was like, no, this is going to be awesome. This is what happens when you're a finance guy dating a designer. (laughs) And she gets all excited. Then the next thing you know, you go to your house and you're like, where did my shelves go? I'm like, they're gone now because we're going to (laughs) put... 
<laughs> because you got me a Dremel. Okay, let's go backwards. You used a Dremel to remove shelves. Yes, because they were built in and I needed them gone. And so um, it's been amazing. And they'll sand. They'll do all kinds of things. I've been so excited about it. Um, but his house is getting remodeled and that wasn't in his plan, but it was in mine. <laughs> We're joined in studio by Forever in Trouble and that's tall. With Stone and Story Real Estate yeah, so Group. In framing, that's the exciting <sighs> part as you start thinking about. So we did drywall this week and we're in Brandis house and so there were some holes in the drywall. And that has to get framed in for those to be holes to then get trimmed to become shelves for somebody to sawzall out someday. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I like how you just screeded right past that. You said to become shelves to be sawzalled out someday, but you used a Dremel to remove shelves. And a rubber mallet. That was very cute. Um, Was he in the country when this happened? Yeah, he just went outside. I had him let my dog out. (laughs) So... Now he doesn't let my dog out as often. But um, Oh, I imagine. He's why don't you come with? <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. So anyway, so that's so those are all the things that happen at at framing. For me, framing is super fun because it's like all of the plans all of a sudden come to life. It's like right. a Lego land. Right. Like when you have Legos and you're like, So that's the most exciting part for me. And then after we frame, we then do all of the guts of it, which is like the nervous system is the electrical. Right. Right. Um, You know, our lungs is our. And it's last. Yeah. The first thing is is our lungs. Yeah, which is the furnace and making sure we can breathe through everything. And then after our lung system and all of that, we usually do the plumbing. The (laughs) veins. You got to have the veins. (laughs) Yep. And then after plumbing is all of our nervous system of where it goes everywhere. You know, and that's twice I've handed you a wire in a new construction property and you wouldn't touch it. I know. I asked you to look at it. You have no adventure. No sense This is just getting more and more interesting (laughs) as this goes along. Stay with us back in seconds here on Around Your Kansas Home. You're in tune with Around Your Kansas Home. Stay tuned. More Around Your Kansas Home is just ahead. Why is Made in Kansas important? Udot was founded in Kansas in 1958, selling Kansas-made products. Made in Kansas means keeping our dollars here, keeping Kansans working. Blue Dot is committed to keeping the Kansas economy vibrant. Luxair products are Kansas strong and Kansas proud, just like Blue Dot. Blue Dot and Luxair, two names you have trusted since 1958. Thank you. Now, back to Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. We are back on this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. I'm Charlie Campbell, joined in studio by Annette Stahl, Daltmeyer Homes, Stone and Story Real Estate Group, A Design Discovery, and Annette Stahl International. Which we just made up. Which we just made up, but it was kind of fun on the fly. It is super fun. So we've been talking about the home construction process start to finish. We spent not nearly enough time. On the planning phase. I'm not good at it, but I understand its importance. Then we talked about digging the hole, pouring the footing, setting the forms, pouring the walls, getting the plumbing rough in under the floor, pouring the floor, areaway drainage, a little backfill along the way just for fun. Then we talked about framing the nervous system, plumbing, electrical, heating and air conditioning. Now it's time to insulate. Yeah, so we have to insulate, which um, blowing insulation is really the way to go if you have a modern home because it gets behind all your outlets. It gives you a 
better closed envelope so you have lower energy bills. So that's what we recommend. You can do um, bib. There's all kinds of different insulation systems that you sure. can use. Um, foam is the most expensive. That is but it's also really good if you have cathedral ceilings or if you don't have a lot of a lot space. of space to get you that can also combine right. so you could do like bib in the walls and then you could do in the ceiling um the foam so you can always mix and match also mm -hmm. sure after you get everything insulated um you are then going to get drywall mm -hmm. so drywall will get loaded that's why you don't see driveways in so we right. most people will not put the driveways in until after they load the drywall because those trucks are super heavy and they have all that drywall and they're loading it in mm -hmm. so typically you will see um, drywall uh, driveways go in after drywall right the other thing most people don't know is drywall is one of the best fertilizers oh for it your is yard. that gypsum is incredible for the, the it yard. is incredible so when you see a whole bunch of drywall laying all over your yard and you're like those dirty builders <laughs> actually <laughs> they are giving you fertilizing and great soil mm -hmm. so they're hoping it rains or snows it makes it all wet and goos it all in there and then they're gonna spread it all into your and that soil. gives you the chance to wear those galoshes that you talk about i know i love my flower galoshes there you go and sometimes they use it to make me princess paths to the house because obviously there's not a driveway yet and obviously it's snowy and rainy and muddy so oh princess paths you used my I've princess path so i did i said i really i said baranda i really like your drywall sidewalk and she just kind of went yeah <laughs> you know i don't think she got the humor in it i guess had i said baranda i really like your princess pads then it might have princess path oh i thought you said pads no, Princess Path. Well, you make up words sometimes, so I just went with what I thought you said. I mean, I've asked for a red carpet, but they thought that was excessive. So I have just <sighs> gotten by with my Princess well, Drywall Paths. What do they know anyway? Exactly. So after drywall, painting? Yeah, drywall takes a while, depending on the dry, depending on the temperatures, depending on the moisture. It and can the take... humidity control is big during yeah. curing drywall mud. It is. Mm -hmm. So it can be anywhere from 10 days <laughs> to three weeks, depending on right. how things cure and sanding. And then it is paint. Mm -hmm. So paint um, is when I like to see it after that, because once they paint and um, prime it, that'll get the dust down. Right. So if you're in a remodel project and you are dying through the drywall stage, as soon as they paint, everything will get calmed down and you can clean your house. Clear don't skies really, are on their way yeah, soon. Really don't bother cleaning until the primer is on, <laughs> is my advice. Just live in it. So the next time we get together, we just covered drywall this time. What is our next we're going to probably cover paint and trim together. Trim okay. is one of my most favorite parts. I'm hoping we can do Brandis House because we have um, stain trim that's going to be dark, mm. which I'm super excited about. Most right. people are doing white trim. Stain trim is coming back, especially the darker trim. Sure. Um, it's great because she has two boys. So I really enjoy the trim work aspect because of the skill set required to make it look right. You, there, there's two I ways know. to do trim. You can just slap it up there or you can really so make it look So my favorite nice. other, so besides saw saws, they make me really happy, oh, is no. a miter saw. So I love miter saws. I love all the angles and I love a coping saw. Really good at that and a drill press. So I got kicked out of home ec. It really was, <laughs> I mean, it was a small fire. It, a small fire. <laughs> Here we go. a little, there was a couple challenges. And so I got promoted to shop <laughs> poor mr sam <laughs> that man's face 
Um, you can imagine me at 12. I had slightly more energy than now. So. This is all making sense. I asked John the other day why he had so many keys on that ring. And he explained <laughs> to me the different tool cribs, and now it all makes sense. And I have no keys because I lose them. They're my hardest part of real estate is trying to get a key to close <laughs> I can do all the paperwork, but getting a key is really stressful. So, um, so those are my favorite parts. So I love, love woodwork. It's yes. by far my favorite. So yes. trim will be a fun one. And what is our what is the most common trim today? White. white. Everybody okay. likes painted white trim, um, which it's beautiful. It's just hard to keep up, to be really honest. Right. Yeah. Um, and as we go to mid-century is coming back, and mid-century was really known for stained mm -hmm. and for that grain. Sure. So um, I love the cut we use. So the Jayhawk Club is the um, golf course in Lawrence. Uh -huh. So... Um, Ron was my high-end builder, and he loved, loved golf. And so when they redid that, I fell in love with the trim they used there. Mm. So I took a picture and created a knife that is not – because that piece of – that trim they used there is six pieces. Oh, wow. So it's excessive. So I wanted that with less dusting, and so that's where we got our cut. So we have a special cut of trim at Daltmeyer Homes. Mm. And if you went to the Lawrence Jayhawk golf course, you would see it. The small, the simpler version. The simpler version. Yeah, I don't tell Chuck and John because um, they're <laughs> wildcats. So, and I'm a wildcat too. It's just that I really, really loved that trim. So, well, you know, we have, we all have our things, and that you know, you're allowed to pick three. So far, you're at two. You love the the framing phase. I do. And you love the trim phase. I and love of course planning, you love planning. And trim, so you're so. at your 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 kind of max to your are, three. Those are my three favorite parts of the house. Now including the trim phase, that's when cabinets go in. That's where cabinets go in. That's when all the crown mold will go up. That's when the windows will get trimmed out, the baseboards, all the fireplace will get decked out. So. Absolutely. More in seconds. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned. More Around Your Kansas Home is just ahead. Are you considering a renovation or construction project in the Topeka area and looking for an easier way to complete your project? Locally owned Topeka Wind Supply is here and ready to help you select the right products. Then we supply area professionals the products you picked out on time. From a small renovation to a large commercial construction project, the Topeka Wind Supply team is ready to help you invest wisely in products that will last but don't break the bank. Doing a project yourself often results in wishing that you hadn't. As members of the Topeka Area Building Association, we supply the most professional contractors in the area that are ready to partner with you to complete your project on time and on budget. Imagine the taste of your dinner from an entire new kitchen or unwinding in a new custom bathroom. Let's leave doing it yourself to picking out colors and styles. Tell your contractor you want to pick things out at Topeka Wind Supply or just come see us. We have lots of referrals for you. Topeka Wind Supply, 3721 Southwest South Park Avenue, TopekaWindSupply.com. Now, back to Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. We are back on this week's edition of Around Your Kansas Home. I am Charlie Campbell, thanking you for tuning in right here every Saturday morning following the expert guidance of Cameron Reese Skinner Garden Store. The guy knows how to plant and grow just about everything. His answers are sometimes at an intelligence level that I need a 
thesaurus. But the guy does an amazing job. We are right here every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 here on AM 580, WIBW-FM News 104.9, streamed on TuneIn, WIBWNewsNow.com. And don't forget the podcast on AroundYourKansasHome.com. This morning we're joined in studio by Annette Stahl with Stone and Story Real Estate Group, Daltmeyer Homes, and a Design Discovery. Annette, thank you for joining us. The, it, the, these are always fun programs, but thanks for taking time away on a Saturday morning. It's always fun. Absolutely it is. So we've gone through a lot of the building process. If you haven't seen the video on the Around Your Kansas Home Facebook page, I think it's on the Stone and Story page. It's on Daltmeyer Homes. Daltmeyer's Homes. Go back and check that out. We're in the drywall stage at Brandis House, and it's really kind of cool to see these different phases. Let's talk a little bit about the market. I know we touched on this a little bit in the beginning, so January 2022 came out with the top 20 hottest housing markets. And guess who showed up on number three? Number number three. Was Topeka, Kansas. Yay! So number one was Manchester, New Hampshire. And its median list price was 449000 Okay. Um, Santa Cruz was number two. And its median sale price wow. was $1.2 million. Okay. Then Topeka, Kansas was number three at 159000 as the median sale price. Median sale price, let's stay here for a second. You said it was 159000 And right now in the, in the buy it market, not build it, there are only... 61 houses. 61 houses and how many under 200? 30, there's 31. 31, wow. Yeah, so the average days on the market for Topeka is three. Those other two markets were negative 16, negative 20. So um, just interesting that we are one of the hottest markets um, for January. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. And it's not been very hot outside except for like every other day. It is Kansas, <laughs> right? It like, Kansas likes to keep us on our toes, remind us of impermanence. Every day is a new day. Who knows what the weather will be? <laughs> what was that I saw the other day? Something about Mother Nature. Uh, is playing she comes ball? at us and then she comes back and goes, and another thing. <laughs> That just that just cracked me up. I saw another one that said their temperatures are like the Powerball numbers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I wonder if you could use the last five days Powerball temperatures to win the Powerball. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we have about seven minutes left. A little less. I want to make sure that we cover all aspects of the market and then whatever else we have time for. So right now, it is a seller's market. You can pretty much get your price. You um, So if you want to sell, Stone & Story Real Estate Group would be happy to help you. Um, if you want to buy, we're happy to help you. You just need some patience, and you need to make sure that you're really clear on what are your three non-negotiables that you really, really need. Um, sometimes those three non-negotiables may be things you cannot settle. So like you may say, I have to have a three-car garage um, or you know, whatever those are. A lot of the non-negotiables for people have been the kitchen, three-car garage, um, and living space or outdoor living space. So sure. just really having some clarity on that and then being ready to go. So that means making sure you get to the bank and you can go. I had somebody call me and say that um, a realtor told them 
they wouldn't represent them because they needed a bridge loan. So that's called a contingency. So you can get a bridge loan instead of having a contingency. So if you're like, I can't really buy your house until I sell mine, you probably don't have a chance. There's only 61 houses listed. Right, right. People aren't taking contingencies right now. So you want to be able to work with your bank and have what's called a bridge loan, meaning you could have two mortgages and the offer would be go through. Sure. So those are things that you really want to get clear on. And there's some confidence in that right now with only 61 homes. There's a confidence that your home's not going to sit on the market for two years. Right. The other thing we're seeing is inflation. So inflation is real. (laughs) New construction sees it first. Mm -hmm. Grocery stores see it. Um, I'm sure when you go to the grocery store, you see your bill is more than it used to be, especially if you keep track this year versus last year. So um, right now in new construction, those price increases of sixty to 80000 more than last year is almost all material. Mm-hmm. Our laborers haven't really went up yet. So um, just understanding that that is happening means interest rates are going to go up to try to curb that. On average, interest rates over the life since 1940-something, the average is going to be 7%. Sure. So that's an average interest rate. Mm-hmm. We have been conditioned to be used to 3%. Uh, they're saying, they're forecasting it to be 1% more by the end of the year. They're okay. forecasting it to go up here in March, by March 15th, and then it'll steadily go up. So understand that. That affects your payments Absolutely, and how much you can afford. So again, the place to start if you're thinking of building, buying, remodeling uh-huh. is the bank. Yes. Go to your financing, understand what you want to afford, understand how you want to live and what your budget is. That's a lot to understand on your own. Right. And banks here are fantastic Community Bank's a local bank. Alliance is a, a local bank. Um, Heritage and Vision, they're all great banks. Call Valley, that will help you understand what you can do. Um, if you want it to stay local, make sure you ask those things. Sure. Make sure if there's a bank and they tell you this is, I always say you should shop banks because they're all fees. <laughs> <laughs> My banker's probably like, Annette! Um I always think that you should go to at least two or three and ask, you know, what are my options? How would I do this? And learn. Again, it's asking the questions. And sometimes you don't know the questions to ask. But if you go to a couple, you're going to get better span, even if it's Mm -hmm. only two, Mm -hmm. um, just so that you know. Now, if you have a relationship with your banker, then by all means, stay there. They're probably going to take care of you and they're going to know you. If this is new for you, definitely go to a couple so you get a feel for what you want and what works for you. Which is yet one more aspect of the benefits of sitting down and consulting with you, Miranda. You know how to how to navigate this journey as well. And that's very helpful. Yeah, and we'll usually pair you up with, hey, you should go talk to this person and this person because once right. we meet you, we'll understand your personality and we kind of pair you up with other personalities. I always say it's like setting your friend up on a date. Like, oh, who would they be good with? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we have about a minute and a half, maybe two, left. What have we not covered today? What have I forgotten? And I know you have a tick sheet of things that I've forgotten. So first item on that list is? The market is hot. If you want to sell, now's the time. Go to the bank, figure out what you can do. Make sure you're clear. Clear is kind. Clear on how you want to live, what would support you, what is your best life. Always ask the questions. And what are the top three? I really love this about the planning phase. What are the top three non-negotiables? Top three things I've got to have. 
top three things. Yeah. Excellent. How do I want it? How do I want to feel in my new home? How mm-hmm. do I want it to function? Right. And how do I want it to look? Sure. So anytime you can have some pictures, you can have pictures are worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get more clear with yourself, it's going right. to be easier for others to help you create that clear dream and bring it to life. Absolutely. Um, Trying to think here. There was one other topic that I had a question on, and I have to find it in my email box. And it is charlie at aroundyourkansashome.com. A very popular place for questions to land, and this one is right up your alley, Annette. It says, we are considering building and contacting Annette, it says right here, in the next 12 months so that we can begin planning something. Where I'm really stuck is in kitchen cabinets. Lately, I've seen some of your videos that have talked about white cabinets and dark cabinets and combining them. Can you talk about the concept of combining those two colors together and how you do that in a minute? Yes, I can. It's called a tuxedo. I love it because we beat up the bottom cabinets, as you know, between kicking in and dogs and kids. So I love to do that hard hickory in a black stain and then white up top. So you get the look of white with the durability of stained. Well, that was certainly a simple answer to a complex question. Again, another benefit of navigating the waters with someone that has walked the path before. Huge benefit of Stone & Story Real Estate, Daltmeyer Home, obviously, Annette. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Charlie. It's always fun. On behalf of our audio engineer, Roger Heaton, our digital engineer, Mike Bascom, the show's executive producer, Tim Coling, I'm Charlie Campbell. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This has been Around Your Kansas Home with Charlie Campbell. Tune in every week for more tips to keep your Kansas home looking great. Around Your Kansas Home is a presentation of AM580 WIBW and FM 104.9. Online, we're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app and at WIBWNewsNow.com. Podcast available at AroundYourKansasHome.com.